Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Hey, the Heat are in the NBA Finals. It's game one, baby. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. All right, Stone, Jeanette, what do we do at the start of every show? What do we do at the start of every show through the NBA Finals? bow our head in prayer that's right as the creators of calebism i'd like all of you as Jeanette just said if you're in your car please keep your eyes open but bow your head all the same if you're in your office make sure nobody sees you no let them let you be the mercenary of caleb <laughs> yeah don't we want to yeah we need more prayers for caleb True. martin does this make me the pope by yes. the way, the Pope of Calebism. We should make you a hat. Yeah, I need a pointy hat. <laughs> I need a pointy hat. Well, not that pointy hat. Like a pointy Pope hat. Not the other one involving a cross. I don't want that one. That one's bad. Okay? A pointy Pope hat. <clears throat> Let's bow our heads and pray. Dearest Caleb Martin, as you embark on this journey of light, We pray for your well-being and your continued glory as you navigate through the darkness that is those who try to defeat you. And while you spread the word and bring great joy, understand that those who oppose you will be relegated to a fiery, suffering, hellish demise. May you walk forth. May you prosper. And we have never-ending faith in you. In Caleb Martin's name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. I also want to give him some protection over the altitude Ah, of Denver. ah, So so yesterday, (laughs) yesterday, is ESPN okay? I'm just wondering, (laughs) is ESPN okay? Because yesterday... Eric Spolstra, as as a way of saying, hey, we're not going to make any excuses. We're not making any excuses. Someone asked him, a media member asked him about the altitude and about how that might affect his team. And and he flat out said, hey, if Denver wanted to tip off on Mount Everest right now, we'd do it. Guess what was a topic on first take this morning? Did Eric Spolstra provide Denver bulletin board material? What are we doing? What are we doing? Bulletin board material for Mount Everest? Yeah, is Mount Everest pissed? How dare? How dare? How dare he challenge us, this great peak? Hey, Spo, don't go to Nepal, okay? I'm just saying, you angered Mount Everest. Don't go to Nepal. He's pissed. What are we doing? Can I what be- are we doing? Like, is K2 going to be furious because he didn't mention K2, which be- is actually a much more dangerous peak than Mount Everest? I'll be Mike Malone in the locker room. You ready? Yeah. All right, boys. You hear that? They're ready to play whenever, wherever. 
Like that's not it's not going to yeah, get the right. Nuggets riled up. You know, like, the Nuggets hear that. Like, what are they gonna? When Eric Spolster says, "If uh, uh, I have heights, yeah, if the Nuggets want to tip off on Mount Everest, we'll do it right now." Like, what does what does Jamal Murray do? Is he like, ah, I'm ready too, Coach. Let's go. Let's go to Nepal. Like, what are Himalayas are bust? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> A bullet bulletin board material for whom? I, 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 again, I ask the question. Is ESPN okay? I, I, Jeanette, I don't understand what's happening. We talked about this yesterday. Like, how can you take Jalen Rose and Mike Greenberg and Stephen A. Smith seriously as members of the studio for the NBA Finals when what they do during their day jobs is concoct these insane scenarios and uh, hope against the heat like Mike Greenberg. Ah, the Celtics are going to do it. The Celtics are going to do it. The Celtics are going to come back and be the first team in 151 tries to come back from down three games to none. That's my Mike Greenberg impression. I mean, it's not that good. The Celtics are going to do it. The Celtics are going to do it. It's pretty bad. Uh, It's not good. Uh, But but, but then Jalen Rose giving weather analysis uh, in the Heat Knicks series and then Mike Greenberg backing him up and then Stephen A. Smith doing fake locker room speeches to the Knicks uh, the, and, and, and orange and blue skies like these guys doing that stuff and then they they get into their studio role and, and, and ESPN expects uh, Heat fans to take them seriously. It's like when we discussed that yesterday uh, how do we consume ESPN are they okay? Like what? Why are they broken? This is the most successful, the most widely known, the standard in sports media and something's wrong. Like, is there is there is there lead in the Bristol studios or the New York studios? Is there a gas leak? Like, what's happening with these people? I don't understand. Uh, is ESPN okay? Should we ask them? Do you I, want me I mean, to send an email? I think we I think we do need to. I think they're under the assumption that we're all stupid. They're almost patronizing us with uh, bo- what they're doing is they're appealing. Maybe that is they're appealing to the lowest common denominator. Right. Like. Listen to Jay Will today, and this is our guy. This is our guy, Jay Will, but he's gone full wrestling heel against the Heat now. I don't know if you've heard this, Jeanette. This is from Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. KJM, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. Jay Will came, came prepared with props today. Props? He came prepared with props. Oh You'll be able to understand what I'm talking about even, even on a listening, an audio medium like this one, radio. He brought props to make his prediction for the Heat and Nuggets in the NBA Finals. I think a sweep is on the table. Mm-hmm. And I said that yesterday. You laughed at me. No. When did you say that yesterday? You don't remember me saying that yesterday? No. I didn't use the word sweep. Well, <laughs> then what, did you, what did you say then? That's kind of the whole shooting match right there, Key, is the word sweep. <laughs> I didn't say. Remember, I didn't say sweep. I said that they're going to play four games. Remember I kept saying that? Yeah. It's going to be four, four games, games for Miami. Yeah. And why would you just go all the way and say it's going to be a sweep? Yeah. yeah I left it for you. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted this them to guy, attack you, not guy. me. <laughs> he wants the the, the, the the Twitter mob to come after you, not him. This is the basic thing. I, I, I just, Jimmy is special. Jimmy can get to certain spots on the floor. He has a very unorthodox game with the way he gets his shot off, too. And, by the way, Aaron Gordon and company, they need to stay disciplined because Jimmy will ball fake the hell out of you. right? He'll pump fake you. He'll pass fake you. He'll get to certain spots on the floor. He'll make quick reads, and he'll get in his groove. But 
it is going to be interesting how they guard him. I think you also see Jokic involved in a lot of pick and roll. I do think, though, that at the end of the day, the power and the size of Denver is going to be different. Yeah, and, and they also got, when you look break down that team, Jokic, their best player, can shoot. Jamal Murray, who's just almost as good as Jokic when it matters most, can shoot. KCP can shoot. I've never said about any team this team has Porter played the with the Miami out. Heat. Sweep. You've never heard the word yeah. sweep coming out of my mouth with Miami. I may have picked against Miami, but I never said sweep. This so one I think is different. Sweep. Yes, I'm saying I'm holding a broom in my hand today. A prop. He brought a prop. He was holding a broom at the end of that segment. A sweep. A sweep. This is a Heat team that beat the Bucks, best team NBA regular season. Mm-hmm. Beat uh, orange and blue skies. So much humidity via humidity in six. And then took down the mighty fan favorite Celtics and held them off and won a game seven by 20 at TD Garden. But we're going sweep, Jeanette. We're going sweep. Now, keep in mind, this is the same show, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, that made fun of Michael Malone, Denver's head coach, for demanding respect to the Western Conference Finals, saying, hey, the Lakers, they're a brand. We focus on them. I got news for you, Mike, Michael, however you want to be called. That was Keyshawn verbatim saying that. Yeah, making it was. fun of mocking Michael Malone. Very unprofessional. This is the same show really? that didn't want to give any respect at all whatsoever to the Denver Nuggets because they were playing the Lakers. And that means storyline, storyline, storyline. We LeBron, love narratives, right? Right, right. LeBron, 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 LeBron. LeBron. That's right. That was Stone. Just like you to the Stanley Cup, Stone. I would do it but to LeBron. Now, too. now, On the lips, now LeBron? this show. Tongue? Because the Heat are in the NBA Finals. Now this show is ready to give the Denver Nuggets the ultimate respect and predict a sweep. I mean, just make it make sense. Just make it make sense, man. Uh, and, and I know I should be over it at this point, but, but this is indoctrination. This, this is, this is, everybody talks about grooming these days. This is grooming. This is grooming the dumb. They're, they're grooming the stupid right now. That's indoctrination. Can we please save all these audio clips for a, an exceptional montage? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. At the end of it. Of and, course. And I love receipts. And let's not act like Heat fans are already going to do that. We'll have plenty to choose yeah, from. Yeah, I was going to say, we ain't going to be the only gonna one. going to come out. Ooh, uh, the, the, I, I mean, I'll give, him, I'll give him credit. And I love him. Uh, Miami Heat beat. They're the ones who keep the best receipt. Oh, yeah. Like, they're, they're Miami Heat beat. The, the, the single, that, that's the apex of, of Heat podcasting. Miami Heat beat. They'll keep the receipts. Like, we'll do the best we can. They're going to be the ones that are the primary receipt keepers. Um, trust me. Heat, heat fans, Heat Twitter, across the board, receipts are going to be. <laughs> oh, they're active. They're going to, to, to be held. Listen. Love it. Could this series be ugly? Sure. Are the Nuggets a better team than the Heat? Uh, yeah. I, 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 on its face? Sure. On paper? On paper? Uh, on the eye test? The entire thing. But like, I, I am not going to. I am not going to sit here and, and, and uh, listen to Jay Will. And again, he's our boy, bud. He has gone full heel. Out of sight, out of mind. Okay. Easier said than done. It is, especially when he is the morning host on uh, the radio station you work at. That's an issue. Exactly. Um, a team that went in after blowing a three-zip lead. A team that goes into Game Seven in Boston and wins by twenty-two zero twenty twenty twenty. Bente. I'm not going to sit here and uh, say with any rational brain, nor should anybody. Oh, sweep, sweep. Going to be a sweep, and then bring out a broom. 
It's, it's just disrespectful and demeaning and, again, indoctrination of the dumb. I, it's, it's stupid. In but dumb we're here for it. It's gonna, Twitter's going to be fantastic later. I mean, there, prove them all wrong. there are plenty more to choose from. In Jay Will's defense, he had the Bucks and the Nuggets going to the finals before the season even started. So he's been riding this train, but now he's turning to full heel mode considering how much disrespect that he do get frequently. I was going to say, that don't give him excuses. <laughs> don't give that program excuses for always dogging on the heat the whole time. This is normal. This is normal right now. But it just sucks that even when they make it to the finals, the disrespect just piles yeah. on. But, uh, so now, now they're bringing props. But now we have the time to give the Nuggets respect. There was no time to give the Nuggets no. respect uh, against the Lakers because yeah. it was the Lakers because mm-hmm. it was LeBron. And as Stone uh, correctly uh, sound affected, LeBron, 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 LeBron. Now it's time to give the Nuggets respect. I, I, I assure you, the Celtics would, A, be the Vegas betting favorite stone, right? The, the Celtics in this series against the Nuggets would be the betting favorites, the Vegas betting favorites, and and there ain't no sweeps. Ain't no sweeps if the Celtics came back at 1-7. and seven. Ain't no sweeps being predicted. And, and I'd be willing to bet our boy Jay will. Celtics in six. No, no. he would, Like I said, he picked the Nuggets before the season even started, but would Boston be favored? That's an... A in very Ve- tough question. Vegas, I think yes. I, I, I think, think unequivocally. I think the answer yes. I think it would be very close to a pick 'em. You'd probably see Boston at minus one fifty, minus one and a half games in the series. But yeah, it'd be uh, a lot more of a toss up than yeah. it is right now. One word to describe how you feel about the Heat going into the NBA Finals tonight. It's on mile high. We'll tip on Mount Everest. Uh oh, Denver's mad. <laughs> Like, again, that was a topic. At what point? Himalayas are bust. And I don't understand. I don't know how they come up with the topics for first take. I don't know if that's all Stephen A. I don't know if Molly is in there. I don't know if it's Molly and Stephen A. and J.J. Redick. If Mad Dog said, like, zooming in on his drive to the studio. I don't know if they huddle up. I don't know how that whole process works. But at some point today, at some point today, someone who helps put together first take, the most successful debate show, talker sports show in the entire sports media realm someone said ah eric spolstra uh he uh he said that he's ready to play denver on mount everest right now how do we how do we how do we frame this how do we for uh bulletin board material for the nuggets uh they're they're offended they're offended that their high altitude home court advantage has been disrespected like someone did that on 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 big network television today and decided to make an entire graphic about it as well. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is that K2, more dangerous peak to climb than Mount Everest. And the metrics show it. Am, Mountain metrics. Am I stupid to... No, I'll ask it for you. What is K2? <laughs> are you on the same page as I? Or... Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, you could Google it. K- K2 is very, very close to Mount Everest mm. in the Himalaya mountain range. And it is... Uh, it's a top five, I believe a top five tallest peak in the world. And it is much more treacherous to climb, (laughs) much more treacherous to climb than Mount Everest. Mount Everest is just turned into like a commercial experience. Like, uh, it's a retirement gift at this point. Yeah, it's a bucket list. Uh, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you turn 65 (laughs) and then you're like, yeah, I'm going to go climb Mount Everest. Like, think about that. That's actually bulletin board material for Mount Everest. Like, hey, Mount Everest, I don't respect you. 
to the point where I'm 65, I'm getting Social Security, I'm going to climb to the top of you. Think about that. If I was Mount Everest, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, no, I still got it. Here's an avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then just imagine them having to prepare for a finals after that. Oh, you like, think it's not, this not is easy? easy? You think this is easy? <laughs> Snowed. <laughs> Call the cops. Yeah. It, it is genuinely a great question, Eat though. that powder. Which executive producer is like... K2? <laughs> he looks and K2's over like, I ain't impressed. <laughs> I, I, got a, about I got a snowstorm coming, and I'm slippery. <laughs> but seriously, though, th- there's an executive producer who, who is sitting at that round table who, who's most likely calling the shots and is getting the green light from all of the talent. Yeah, and like, hey, yeah. we're going to go with some bulletin board material. What do you guys like? I, and I know that, that people, oh, Ken, 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 Ken just, uh, all he does is call out ESPN. Listen, man. Like, I, I believe in the four letters, the E, the S, the P, and the N. I love them all equally, okay? I believe in the brand, okay? I work, I, I've worked under an ESPN umbrella for an awful long time. I, I, I find it disheartening when I feel like the brand is being cheapened a bit. I, I feel a little bit down when I feel like the brand, we're getting a little lazy, a little loose with stuff, right? I work my ass off every day to come up with an entertaining show for the masses. Stone, Jeanette, Theo, the entire thing. We work our asses off to do something a little unconventional. Something with a lot of sports, but also a little weird. Uh, we put a lot of effort in that. It probably doesn't sound like it an awful lot of the time, but we, we, we put effort into that. I can tell you, for all the bull bleep stuff we've done, I, I, I don't think we're taking a... We'll tip on Mount Everest as an angle, a take on bulletin board material. Like, what are we doing with that? I think that's money, because we would never. What are we doing with that? Like, Chris tweets in, Ken, buddy, you have to let this go. You criticizing them, and you are quite the Jimmy and Heat homer, uh, you think? Why can't they? And keep in mind, they're an eight seed, and keep riding that underdog role. They have nothing to lose. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. But again, Chris, you're not one of, you're not one of the, the lowest common denominators who is being indoctrinated Bingo. by J-Will. You are a free thinker. You think for yourself, you do your own research. What J-Will is doing, what he's doing, is he's grooming the dumb. He's indoctrinating, and that's what we're fighting against. That's what we're fighting against here on Ken Levick Alive. The dumb? Well, that and people making dumb people dumber. Yeah, the same group that prays to uh, a grown-ass man and created a new whole, a whole new religion for him. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, that's no, not dumb. No, that's, that's wise. That's wise. That's, that's wise. You're right, you're right. You're right, you're right. It's blasphemous and wise. It's just manifestation. I mean, I'm man, sure... Man, the vibes. I, I, listen, the vibes. I know, like, there's going to be a thunderstorm rolling through here this afternoon. Uh, the, the chances of me getting struck by lightning are high, if you believe in that sort of thing. But you know what? We ride. One word to describe how you feel about the Heat going to the NBA Finals. You know what it is for me? Optimistic. Because this truly is house money at this point. Uh, you know, Stone, how I said in the Eastern Conference Finals that, hey, the fact that this Heat team, the way they played in the regular season, they had already given us the ride of a postseason lifetime going into the Celtic series. But when was it no longer house money? When the Heat went up three games to none. Then you've got to finish it off. And then... That almost turned into a failure. That would have been a failure. Now, now, game one NBA Finals in Denver against the best team in the West. What you've accomplished in this postseason, it truly is house money at this point. I am optimistic because I've watched the Nuggets try to play defense. He, at the very least, the Heat will be able 
to get theirs offensively. Will they stop Jokic? No. Bam, Bam's going to be, though, the toughest defensive matchup that Jokic has seen all season long. Are they going to stop him? No. No. But you know what? If you find a way to cut down everybody else, you let the man have his, and you put yourself in a position to win. That is why I'm optimistic, because I trust Spo. I trust Bam defensively, not with the ball. Stop bringing it below your knees. Hopefully, Jimmy's ankle with extended time between games can continue to progress because he looks flat still, but he's still getting it done. And Caleb Martin has turned into a certifiable postseason star. The Heat have said it all along. I just need to, to, to buy in. We've got enough. You know what? I'm optimistic they've got enough to at least fight like hell. I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. What's one word to describe how you feel about the Heat going into the NBA Finals? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. The word to describe how you feel about the Heat going into the NBA Finals. Mine is optimistic. Ernesto in Boynton on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Ernie? What's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. One word to say, I'm not going to say surprise because I had to see it for myself. You guys played the Knicks. You guys knocked them out. And you play like I want to see teams play. You got the grit. You got the fight. You got the dog. And you've said it already. I'm not going to re- reiterate it. Uh, they have to play. They got to slow them down. Not be able to, they're not going to stop them. They slow them down. And everybody else has to come up. Duncan, Martin, even uh, this guy that's uh, hobbled right now uh, from from the Raptors. Uh, Kyle Lowry. Name? Um, I'm not yeah, sure if he's hobbled sorry, or just bad. There's a discussion about it. It's not hobbled. It's just bad. I'm saying I'm, I'm going to give him the option of hobbled because I'm not going to say he's bad because of his track record. All right. So I'm going to say I'm going to give him the benefit, the benefit of the doubt. His track record is, speaks for itself. The last couple of games, three, four games, he did disappear. But there's an intangible that he brings that I still see on the court. Everything else, I don't know what they want to say about the altitude. It's, it's obvious, man. These guys are going to run against a wall. K2 is a bigger uh, – K2 is much worse <laughs> because of the plateau. Uh-huh. You guys go check it. Yeah. Google it. Yeah. It's worse than, uh, Ernie than knows. Ernie, a, Ernie knows the yeah. mountain metrics. Well, they have a better better body count. Let's just say that. Yeah, they have a bigger yeah. body There's count. There's a, than, a bigger uh, body count per body, uh, per per expedition than uh, than Mount Everest. You you don't retire and go uh, climb K2. Believe that, but yeah, you, that's not retirement. That's just a dumb move. You, you are retiring. You're retiring uh, from life. If you want to do that, guys. Uh. Good, good luck today. Uh, I'll you guys. Uh, I'll say it. You guys are not going to get swept. It's going to be a seven game series. Go Heat. Good luck, guys. I believe in you guys. You guys got it. You guys got the dog. Jimmy Buckets yeah. is the real thing. And oh, Caleb Martin, he's yeah. not a playoff star. He's not a playoff star. Caleb Martin is becoming a star in your eyes. Damn right. You guys, have a good time. All right. Appreciate you. We do have the dog in us, if I may say so myself. I thought we did. I, mean, I he thought be- he was talking about us. He believes in us. <laughs> like us. Not the uh. Miami Heat. Us. Oh, we have a huge game tonight. That's right. We sure do. <laughs> hey, I hope you guys got enough rest. Uh, I do have a date tonight. Do you? Yeah, I do. Wait, you scheduled a day what game the? one of the NBA Finals? What? You're going to be home by 8.30, this right? Was, this was, yes. This better not be a tip-off and chill it, situation for no, you. No, 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 no. This is the first date. No, it, it starts at, the date's at 7, so an hour and a half. We're, bye.
I was going to say on a first date, you got to you got to have a cut. The date was God. planned last week. Oh, okay. So you were all right. That's fine. Yeah, Whatever. but you know, I mean, I, I planned a whole ass vacation I was just gonna seven say, months not, ago, and I'm missing the the bowels of the NBA Finals and Stanley Cup Finals. So I'm not missing. I can't. I can't mm-hmm. say anything. Exactly. I can't say bleep. By the way, Stone, Jeanette, what I urge you to do: just look up K two. Look up K two. Oh yeah, it's 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 imposed. No joke. K two was a really fatal drug. No. What? What would you even be thinking of? That's something like, at first I thought that was the drug off of 21 Jump Street, the remake with Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. <laughs> but no, um, no, I did look it up. Definitely, it's way more dangerous. Second mm-hmm. most dangerous mountain. It definitely has a higher body count yeah. than Mount Everest. Yeah, 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 for sure. Mount Everest, that's light work. Weak. Yeah. K2, that's what the Heat are trying to do winning the NBA Finals. They're, right now, right now the Heat, the Heat are within 500 feet of the summit of K2, but there's a storm coming. You know, they've got to navigate through. Did you do that on purpose? Because K2 is exactly 500 feet lower than Mount Everest. Really? I didn't know that. Yep. You know what I know? What? Mountain metrics. Himalayas are bust. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Spolstra. Bulletin board material? <laughs> I mean, come on, Stephen A. We have more from Stephen A. later, and it's going to be about something. I could give all of you people 200 guesses about what we're going to talk about specifically with Stephen A., and you would not even come close to guessing what the subject matter is. Believe that. And it raises the question, mm-hmm. what is wrong with ESPN? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Is ESPN okay? Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> One word to describe how you feel about the Heat going to the NBA Finals. I say optimistic. And is ESPN okay? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Stone, who, who should I talk about? Who should I regale people with? A tale of business tale. A tale of business excellence. Let's go with uh, Malik Andrews. And what Jimmy had to say as far no, 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 as... No, no, I'm just talking about a great partner of ours. Mm. A great partner of ours. Which, which great partner of ours <laughs> should I talk about? Boy. <laughs> but that's how many receipts we have lined up. Like, I thought he was going to put mm. uh, line somebody up in his sights again and, and no, kind of blast no, no, them. I, mean, I would love to work okay. with Malika Andrews, Mal- that's for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got nothing against Malika. But as always, mm-hmm. let's go with I Baptist Health. I think we come from two different perspectives here. I know. Baptist Health. <laughs> I would love to. And you know who's coming up next? You know who's coming up? Well, in a little bit. Who? Dr. James Ross from Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. So why don't I tell you about him? You experiencing foot and ankle pain need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. When we come back, we'll keep taking your calls. We'll take your tweets. What's one word to describe how you feel about the Heat going to the NBA Finals? Is ESPN okay? And we have a date. We have a time for the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. The executive director, Doug Mosley, jumps into the show. We'll see what he knows about the Himalayas. And K2. And K2 specifically. Dangerous mountain. Dangerous mountain. 500 feet shorter than Mount Everest. But don't F with it. Don't front, man. No, don't front. He be bussing. Mm-hmm. Slippery.
That's Janet Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Hope you rested up the last two days, kiddos. Game one, NBA Finals, 8.30 tonight on ESPN 106.3. Heating up. With JMP and Theo Dorsey leading you in to the Heat Radio Network right here on ESPN West Palm. You're home for the Heat and the NBA Finals in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Jeanette has picked tonight to go on a first date. Game one of the NBA Finals. It works out perfectly because if the date is terrible, then I can just be like, oh, I got to be home by 730. Okay. All right. I just feel like a little foresight. And, and, and how much do we favorite. put on this man? Is this guy a Heat fan? What? Is this guy a Heat fan? No, 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 no. He's from the Northeast. Oh, Jesus. He's a 76ers fan. Oh, God. So you're gonna, that means you're going to meet him and he's immediately going to throw himself onto the floor. <laughs> uh, ten years of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. We have a date, we have a time, and we have preparation now for the premier the premier pre-holiday college football bowl game. And joining us now to give us the date, give us the details, and tell us about it, the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl is our good friend, and he masquerades as our barbecue insider here on Ken Levick Alive. It is the executive director of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, Doug Mosley, with us here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Doug, we, uh, I, I want to I get to all things Boca Raton Bowl in a second, but if you could, we've been talking about the one word to describe how you feel about the heat going into the NBA Finals. I'm going to leave the people waiting a little bit of drama here. What's the one word uh, that you would use to describe how you feel about the heat right now going into tonight? More South Florida success. I know that's more than one, but think about it. FAU, well, right. you were there for that. The Panthers, the Heat, UM in the Final Four. I mean, there's not one word that really sums that all up, but man, SoFly is dominating. It's awesome. It's awesome. And so, so speaking of standards here in South Florida, and we are setting the sports standard worldwide. We're the international capital of sports now. Uh, just another exciting time in South Florida sports. We now have a date and a time for the RiffClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Could you please reveal it to us, Mr. Mosley? <laughs> well, and thanks, Ken. Um, Thursday, December 21st, we'll be on a Thursday for the first time, but it's a good, good thing. I'm, I'm really liking the slot we drew, and we'll be playing in prime time once again, 8 p.m., so that means that, you know, that West Coast audience can come and play a big factor in this. When we had the earlier start times, obviously, it kind of left out the West Coast a little bit, and you know, all in all, I mean, while we want to have a great bowl game down here that our community could be a part of and enjoy in that, there's also that whole let's show Palm Beach County and Boca Raton off to a worldwide audience on ESPN. And when I mean say worldwide, I mean, we literally have had feedback from like Japan and Australia about seeing our game. So, because if you didn't know, or if our listeners didn't know, ESPN does have networks out there all across the globe in these games get carried sometimes tape delay sometimes live but so we're excited about that we're we're really excited about being on a thursday night by ourselves. there's no other bowl game that night um so we get to be the show that night um obviously we'll be going up to get some other sports out there i'm sure the nba will be playing that night the nhl but uh, we're very excited about our time and 
Really looking forward to getting the party rolling for this one. Boca's biggest annual outdoor party. It is December 21st, theroofclaim.com, Boca Ritombo, Thursday night, 12 21, 8 p.m. kickoff at FAU Stadium. I, the, the fact that FAU goes on this Final Four run and FAU is, is moving conferences, the visibility has increased tenfold in the last couple of months. Does that have any impact on, on the game and, and interest in the game? Is there anything potentially tangible from that standpoint, Doug? Well, I think the biggest thing is is that it helps South Florida fans know these other teams. You yeah. know, it's it's always easy when you're talking about the Power Five leagues and that, but you know, when you're talking about like Conference USA, a lot of folks didn't know some of the teams that would be coming in here. And of mm-hmm. course, the MAC doesn't play down here much at all. But you know, the American now uh, FAU will be bringing in American teams on a regular basis to play in uh, conference games, and so we'll they'll have an appreciation for just how good a league the American is. It's, it's really outstanding. And uh, I think all in all, it, it's one of those things that just raises that level of uh, uh, known, being known, being familiar, uh, knowing that, you know, Tulane, who won the American last year, has a quarterback that played right across the way here at Boca Raton High School and also Deerfield Beach. And they've got a great team. They're loaded again. You know, those kind of things. Yep, no doubt about it. Doug Mosley, Executive Director, RoofClaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl with us here on Ken LeVick Alive. December 21st, 8 p.m., FAU Stadium, and that is where you are going to see the best, the best college football spectacle pre-holiday right here in your own backyard. And you can follow on Twitter at Boca Bowl, Facebook.com slash Boca Bowl as well. Make sure that you get all of your information, RoofClaimBocaRatumbo.com. Uh, ten years, Doug, ten years. And uh, it, it seems like in this day and age where there's a bottom line and attention spans are small, things in sports and big events in sports sometimes don't come close to lasting a decade. Everything is fleeting. Can you believe that this thing has been alive and kicking and getting better every year and shown so much confidence every year for a decade like this game has? Well, you know, we we were very fortunate. I mean, from the beginning, the TV audience has been there for this game. And every year, um, whether we play at 11 a.m. on a Saturday or like this year, we're going to play 8 p.m. on a Thursday. And I know that was a big part in how we earned that primetime spot on on Thursday night. And ESPN gave us the trust that they knew our history. They knew what our ratings have been, how audiences all around the nation have tuned in for this. So, um you know, it's it's almost like we it started off strong. I mean, you remember that first year we had two conference champions yep. in our, our very first bowl game, and we've had multiple conference champions since then. We've had nationally ranked teams. We had a number two draft pick come out of our game, as we had, and we've had other dozens of other draft picks. But it's almost like this game, you know, no matter what we did, you know, I always tell people, look, we've got – Beautiful South Florida weather. We got palm trees. We got beaches. It's a great place to come. We just try not to screw the rest of it up because it's going to work. The <laughs> yeah. formula's there. I was going to say we made it to ten. It is uh, everybody involved uh, put puts in a lot of work. But you're right. It, it really, based on our location and the weather and the stadium, it is uh, as autopilot as it can be for a uh, for for a bowl game. No doubt about it. Doug Mosley, executive director, RoofClaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl, December twenty first, Thursday night, eight p.m. FAU Stadium. 
and make sure and make your plans to be out there. RoofClaimBocaRatumble.com. RoofClaimBocaRatumble.com. Doug, before we let you go, uh, it, it, we had a, an extended Memorial Day weekend. What uh, what did we have on the grill this past weekend? You know, I played with something kind of new. You call them shotgun shells. It's where you take a, um, like, and some people do them with cannoli or, uh, you know, with different pastas and that. But, you know, long tube pasta, I did them with uh, uh, jalapenos. You know, you fill them up with, uh, like, some barbecue that you already had. Like, it could be pork or beef. Wrap that up. You put some cream cheese in there. I like this pimento cheese in there. Wrap yeah. that up with a strip of bacon. Put yeah. that on the grill. Man, that is fine stuff man that is uh, i'm inspired doug mosley executive director of the roofclaim.com boca retombo he puts on a hell of a bowl game and the man is a master on the grill as well where do you find these recipes He's, he's uh, you know, just inspiration as you go. Yeah, but wow. I spent five years on the competition circuit, so there was plenty of memories of great stuff that I had that I try to replicate. Yeah, if you ever have time, you are a very busy man. Obviously, with the with the dates coming out, but please write them down on a piece of paper and send them our way. <laughs> <laughs> Would really appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Doug, appreciate you. Thank you. Congratulations again, and uh, we'll be talking with you a bunch over the next couple of months. Have a great rest of your week, okay? Thanks so much, y'all. That is Doug Mosley, Executive Director of so the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. And now a man who is one of the Panthers' team doctors. The Panthers getting ready for the Stanley Cup final game, number one Saturday night in Vegas, 8 p.m., TBS, TNT, True TV, the Panthers and the Golden Knights, and a man who has been there every step of the way with these cats. It is Dr. James Ross, joins us every week here, brought to you by Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Dr. Ross, good to hear from you, and I know things have been busy, things have been crazy. Uh, I I do want to throw this at you. Um, We had the Stanley Cup. In, uh, in the office a couple of days ago, and uh, we, were, mm-hmm. we were fortunate enough to take pictures with it and do that whole thing. Uh, I, I, I touched it. I touched it. Uh, I, I put my arm around it. Stone Lebanowitz, uh, he kissed it, the entire thing. The keeper of the cup told us we could. And then as we put pictures out, Dr. Ross, uh, a bunch of, uh, of, of fans of the station, Panthers fans, uh, they're like, hey, you jinxed the team. You jinxed the team. The Panthers are screwed now. Uh, are you concerned after hearing that story that Stone and I may have jinxed the Florida Panthers. No, you're good. I mean, I think I think we're fine. I mean, as long as the team doesn't get around it or anything like that, yeah. we should be good to go. Yeah. Thank you for having a but level how, head. How, how, how could you not touch it? I mean, I know. I grew up I grew up in Minnesota. I played hockey my whole life. Um and it's been a dream of mine to even come close to touching the Stanley Cup, which I haven't yet. Well, so I'm I, hoping that this is the year. Though I missed out when I was a when I was nine years old, and Brett Hedigan, who was a hockey player from my hometown, won the Stanley Cup with the Hurricanes, and he brought it to our home ice arena. And I was out of town playing baseball, um, so I, I, that was my one time I missed out. So I'm hoping that this is the year. Well, the Panthers are going to do it for Doctor Ross. I'm feeling good about it. Uh, Doctor James Ross with us here on Ken Levick Alive. Are you going out to Vegas for uh, for games one and two? No, not for one and two. Okay. okay. I'll, be, I'll be at home for, for the home games, though. Excellent. Excellent. Well, uh, again, like the Carolina series, we'll see if you're even going out to Vegas. We'll see if you're even going out to Vegas. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so, Dr. Ross, let's talk heat here. And, 
it, there's been chatter because we've seen him in shoot around and we've seen him starting to ramp up. Chris Haynes of of uh, Bleacher Report and TNT reporting after the Heat won Game Seven in Boston. Tyler Hero a target date. Game three of this NBA Finals. We know the serious injury and the subsequent surgery that he had after injuring himself game one of the Bucks series. As he comes back, what are doctors and what is Tyler Hero, what are they trying to achieve from a physical feel standpoint and even a mental standpoint where they would finally give the green light the go-ahead saying, hey, Tyler, we feel comfortable with you going out on the floor and, and competing? You know, I think if he's out shooting and already doing that, my guess is that his x-rays look pretty good and that fracture is pretty solidly healing by now. So now it's just a matter of all the other supporting structures around the hand that really haven't been um, used to to dribbling and shooting a basketball all this time, making sure that it's ready. I mean, even if he took a weird hit or a shot to the to the hand, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be protected. It's going to be fine. Um, it may aggravate some of the soft tissues, but... At this point, it's probably just whether or not he's got his finesse back where he could be an asset rather than being a negative for the team. Yeah, I I suppose that with this, it may be more of a conditioning thing than than an actual hand thing, though I'm sure he was doing some sort of conditioning while he was gone. But when it comes to that hand, so you, you sort of touched on it, that fracture in particular, after a surgery like that where it's held in place and it's been, what, a month? Uh, since all of that happened, uh, the the chances pretty small of of a re injury with with any significant contact. Like, is that pretty much uh, everything has has shown up to a point where hey, like we this isn't going to re break. It's not that type of situation. I mean, it's usually pretty solidly healed in by by about six weeks or so. It's enough where the 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 plates and the screws along with the body's healing has created a construct of the bone where it's able to withstand some force. Now, a fall onto that hand could potentially re-break through the area, even though the plate is there. But I think for the most part, if he does return, it, it should be fine. Does it feel like to you there's been a lot more rolled ankles than any NBA playoffs in the history of the sport? I, I feel like every game there are guys stepping on other guys' feet, or taking bad steps, uh, what could be accounting for this rash of ankle injuries? Is there any way, what's the best way to prevent them? I mean, outside of just conditioning and, and doing more kind of balanced exercises for your for your legs I, I, and your ankles, I don't, there's really not much else you can do. I mean, even taping to a point, taping ankles or bracing ankles, I mean, that's good for a certain amount of time, but then as you play throughout the game, those things loosen up. It's probably, I mean, it's just the speed of the game has changed so much, and, you know, people are more aggressive to to the rim, so, I mean, maybe that's accounting for it. But I agree with you. It's like I saw a video online showing all these people with all this, all the rolled ankles this year coming down from baskets and just accidentally nicking one of the other players' foot, and as they come down, it's 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 tough. Yeah, it, it really is. And they, I again, I am just an observer using my eyeballs, but it's still I'm just curious what what you see, Doctor James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. It does not seem like Jimmy has even come close to gotten getting the the bounce the springiness back after the Josh Hart slide tackle in game one of the series against the Knicks. He just, 
It, it, I think it's clear that that ankle is still bothering him. What do you see uh, when, you, when you watch Jimmy play? Yeah, I would agree with you. I mean, even though he's able to play, he's able to produce and still play at a high level, this probably won't feel perfect until he's had like a good solid four to six weeks of complete rest from playing from basketball once, once the series is completely over until he's back to normal. I mean, every game that he goes out there, any little misstep or right. anything that just kind of tweaks the ankle just re-aggravates it, and you take a step back for every step that you take forward. Well, Dr. Ross, I'm glad that you're not going to hold it against me if the Panthers somehow don't win the Stanley Cup, but uh, I am not only now rooting for the Panthers, I'm rooting for Dr. Ross to be able to, uh, to hoist the Cup, and he'll be there games three and four, and we'll see, we'll see if Dr. Ross even needs to step Foot, step foot in the desert as the Panthers start their series against Vegas on Saturday night at 8 p.m. Dr. Ross, appreciate the time as always. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week, okay? All right. Take care. That is Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, joins us every week here on Ken Levicka Live. See, Jeanette, you, she, spent, she spent damn near 24 hours telling us that we screwed the Panthers, and now um, uh, I feel like I feel like common sense is prevailing. What a win! Yeah, and I think Dr. Ross knows the fellas too in the locker room, so he has confidence in them. He's not worried about what we yeah. may have done. Yeah. Mm, okay, let me uh, just to clarify. Mm-hmm. You screwed the Panthers. <laughs> okay, that was good, strong <laughs> clarification. I, I clarification, right there. I'm yes. just, I'm just, you know, doubling down <laughs> on what I've complained about the past 24 hours. Okay. Uh, down at this point. When we come back here on Game 1 NBA Finals edition of Ken LeVick Alive, why are so many really old guys fathering kids? She's Jeanette Javier, <laughs> the Dominiquean. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the NHR and the Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LeVick Alive on ESPN 106.3. thought this was interesting yesterday. Jimmy Butler sat down with Malika Andrews, and I thought it was a really, really good interview. But one of the in in one of the moments of this interview, Malika Andrews brings up Jimmy Butler's history preheat with the Heat, and it wasn't good. And Jimmy was talking about how everything came full circle. Uh, but in case, and I was one of them. In case you thought Jimmy sat there over the last few years or certain moments in his time with the Heat and thought to himself that he haven't done enough for me, that he haven't supported me enough. You were concerned about him wanting out because Pat Riley didn't, didn't put enough pieces around him. And again, admittedly, Stone, you've heard me say it when things weren't going well. This season, the Heat owe Jimmy an apology. The Heat owe Jimmy an apology. Then Jimmy says what we're about to hear. And I feel silly because it's clear that never really entered his mind. This is Malik Andrews on Jimmy Butler. And listen to the end, the, the claim, the declaration that Jimmy Butler makes. Friends finals. You're at center court. Bam Adebayo takes the trophy. And he offers it to you. And you say, I'll take the next one. Walk me through that. That's how, uh, that's how I view it. I, I don't, we don't play to... And it wasn't disrespectful because I love Bam, and I'm very grateful to be able to win the Eastern Conference. But uh, I've, I've done that before. I have. I, w- I want to win an NBA championship. That's the reason why they put this squad together. Um, I don't play for the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. 
I won't play for the finals MVP. Could care less. I play for uh, Mr. O'Brien. So when did you decide? Was it in the moment or was it the day before without uh, touching that? Every time I, I play basketball, it's the end goal, the end result that I want it to be is the championship trophy. That That's it. That's it. You can take all-stars, don't want to be a part of that anyways. You can take the all-NBA, could care less. All-defense team, don't care. Um, I really only want to win a championship. So... That's inspirational, and I love that. But how about the actual clip we wanted to play, Stone? Here is Jimmy Butler. Here's Jimmy Butler, and listen to the end about his declaration at the end of this. There was a magazine clipping of you, and it was an interview about your fashion. And then the one question was, what's the one thing you never want to wear? Do you remember your answer to it? Yeah. What was your answer? Uh, It was a Miami Heat jersey. When I'm coming to the league, I mean... The Heat used to beat the Bulls all the time. They did when they had the big three, the Heatles, whatever you want to call them. So me getting dropped to the Bulls, it was like, we, we can't like the Miami Heat. You can't like D-Wade, even though y'all went to the same school. Like, you know, and then you fast forward and I'm playing with D-Wade for the Bulls. I'm like, this guy's not a bad guy. It was Tibbs that just kept hitting me upside my head. And full circle now, um, it'll, it'll be the last choice that I wear. This will be the last jersey I wear. How about that? Jimmy Butler, this will be the last jersey I wear. I, I, I won't play for another team, not name the Heat. That's cute. Uh, how good is that? So, so again, uh, clearly, he feels at home enough and is happy enough with what he's been given that he's already determined Heat lifer. Like, that's legitimately what he just said. Heat lifer. And I don't think he'd say that unless he had heard it from Pat Riley's mouth or heard it from Eric Spolstra's mouth. Like, they brought him in and told him that, that he's the heat lifer. Just like Mike McDaniel, though, Jimmy don't miss. Jimmy yeah, don't miss. He's, he, he's appreciative of the opportunity that the Heat gave him to be a one for the first time in his career. Yeah. To be, to, to be a one for the first time in his career. Like, I mean, Jeanette, this goes for any walk of life. When you've been sort of secondary character, secondary character, secondary character, but you know you're capable of being, uh, of being a leading man, leading woman, and that place finally gives you that opportunity, of course you're going to feel something. And when you come in and you back it up and the team is unconditionally supportive of you or the organization is unconditionally supportive of you, even through your worst moments, even as you go through your own things, I'm not surprised that Jimmy is saying, hey, this is the last uniform I'll wear because it ain't going to get any better than this. No. And it's that, rare to find that place, right? For sure. And that's loyalty. Right. To me, it's loyalty on both sides, too. It's nice when you're loyal to something, loyal to an organization, loyal to a partner or whatever. Like I said, in all walks in life, you know, a lot of the time it's expected to give back that same level of loyalty. Yep. And I feel like the Heat, Riley, Spolstra and everything give that to Jimmy and Jimmy is a ride or die, so he gives it straight back to them. Yeah. The so. promises that he's kept it, last year after game six or game seven when he missed that, that, that shot by an inch, you always talk about an inch. He said, hey, we're going to be back in the same position next year and we're going to get it done. Like Here To keep are. a promise like that with a team that didn't give you any help, it's special. Yeah. So, so any of these discussions, because I know we'll go back to it at some point when things uh, eventually adversity hits this Heat team again, whether it's the finals, whether it's next season, whether it's the season after that. It'll come up. Oh, are the Heat doing enough for Jimmy? Are the Heat doing enough for Jimmy? I think, based on that, the Heat have already done enough for Jimmy. If Jimmy's satisfied, 
that we need to stop speculating about it. When we come back, old guys are banging and breast milk, it's slanging. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.